Welcome to Level Up, where we explore the burning desire to create something crafted with quality, care, and attention to detail. These things will touch base on the industries of the artists, the startups, musicians, photographers, designers, videographers, and more, uh, all here on the Level Up podcast. All right, this is the Level Up podcast. I'm here today with Ian. He is a fantastic videographer. Um, he runs his own production company over in Broomfield, Colorado. Um, I am so excited for him to do a much better introduction of himself than me. <laughs> so, Ian, if you could please introduce your, yourself to the world. Yeah, my name is Ian, and uh, my company is Lifted Film and Music, um, something that my wife and I started where essentially what we do in addition to being filmmakers um, who help out small businesses, we also create films, documentaries, full features. I'm a musician as well, and essentially we're here to help the community tell their stories. Excellent. Um, yeah, that's something we're really trying to do too, um, is really just giving back to the community accordingly. Right. Um, really enable people to you know, do what they do best. So really showcase... Um, you know, artists, uh, showcase photography, showcase video, um, et cetera. You know, yeah, that's kind of what we're trying to do. Thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to come and hang out, man. Of course. First podcast I've ever been a part of. That's great. And I'm really thankful that people like you exist and are doing this, putting forth the effort, because I know this ain't easy, man. It ain't it ain't, it ain't easy road. So thank you for <laughs> giving, giving people an opportunity to, to shine. No, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, and, you know, it's just something I've been really trying to do is really be able to show people why I create because I think, you know, a lot of people are, I think my dad is probably the biggest proponent here. Um, okay. Basically, like, you know, why do I do this in the first place more than anything? Really to showcase why I like to go take pictures. And, you know, sometimes I'll just give pictures to people for free just mm -hmm. because I'm able to give them that crafted, beautiful shot of them or maybe something that they are a part of and give it to them. And they're like, wow, this is this is really awesome. They, I think they, you know, I really try to give that value of what I'm be able to deliver before actually even being like, yeah, so I charge, you know, X, Y, and Z for this. And they're like, oh, well, oh, I'm good now. Well, I think that's extremely important what you just said, too, because I think most of the public, especially with the ad, you know, the, 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 what do I want to say, the growth of technology. Yeah. Everybody feels like they have this great tool in their hand, which they do, to be able to take pictures and video and all these different creative aspects. But that's only half the battle. You yeah. have to have craft. You have to have art. You have to have the ability to, um, you know, put it together in a unique way. So when you do that, that's adding value. Mm -hmm. And um, when you add that first, when you showcase that to people, then they really start to respect the art of what you do. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that's important. And for anybody else who's trying to get into the game, you know, I think that's one of the things you have to remember is that it's not just about taking a couple snaps or just hitting the record button. You have to have skill. You have to have a hunger to be able to produce good content. Yeah. And that's what you have, and it reflects in your work, so I like that. You know, I don't even know if it's necessarily about having good skill. It's obviously something you have to practice and earn to be able to produce that good skill. But I think it's really more so having the intention, mm -hmm. having the ability to intentionally create mm -hmm. and understand why you're creating it in the first place. Um, 
yeah, I think just do that and you'll be come from the heart with it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure that you're you're really invested in what you're doing and yeah. and in anything in life. Yes, if you if you have a heart for it, eventually as you you do it more, you'll grow and and you'll see better results. But, yeah. Uh, yes. One hundred percent. So can you tell us a little bit more about um, your production company? We want I want to know a little bit more about. You yeah. Know, what you so, guys do. Um, I guess I could just kind of start with the genesis, you know, of it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a musician, um, always been an artist, and when um, we first started the company, we were down in Miami in, in Florida, which is where I w- met my wife. Shout out to my wife, Kadri. Um, we run it together. She is a powerhouse editor, um, photographer, and uh, essentially, though, you know, we were, were all music in the beginning. Um, in 2010, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, and that brought us back home to Colorado, and she'd always been someone who just said, you know what, you got to keep pushing. Her and my father, always big proponents of, of being an entrepreneur, you know, taking control of your own kind of destiny. So at that point, it was only music. And when she passed, she left us, my, my sister and I, a little bit of a death benefit, right? And we said, what, what better way to, you know, honor our mom than to take that money and invest it in something special? So we bought a video camera and we did a tribute video to our mom. Uh, and then from there, people were like, yeah, we really love the video. We want more music, but also, you know, can you shoot stuff for us? And then all of a sudden it was like, well, this is something that we're doing. So my wife had no editing experience at that point. So she was like, all right, I'll do it begrudgingly she didn't really want to do it but she did and now she's a master at it which is awesome and um you know we fell into weddings you know started telling people's stories through through weddings and then the creative in us was like you know what we can go deeper and music and film they're just so hand in hand that it was just like all right well as these opportunities are coming let's just do the very best that we can and then we're talking like what all in all 11 years we've been in this business and um that's really what it's about for us you know just making sure that the stories that people have can get get heard can be elevated can be lifted to the next level and that's what we we seek to do i like that plug there (laughs) (laughs) lifted to the next level it's fantastic you know i'd usually do the same where i'm like you know yeah we just want to level people up you know that's the great way to go yeah so you know i do the same thing i think that's fantastic um so yeah i really brought you on today i really wanted to kind of dive into you know what it was like to really create a production company Mm -hmm. why because i know for like myself you know it was something we tried to do like fresh out of high school and you know i'm no longer friends with any of those people that i had started with uh-huh. it with and unfortunately that was the case like it kind of had me not doing video for a while after that and just i don't know i was depressed and <laughs> didn't want to do it <laughs> um but yeah you know i can really truly understand the struggles of actually starting a production company and i think that's something you know i want to hear from you about like what those struggles might have been i know certain struggles, but nonetheless, I want to see what your perspective is on some of that. So the struggles, yeah, the struggle is real. I mean, I think with any company, one of the biggest challenges is just like self-doubt. Like, yeah. am I going the right direction with my life, especially when things get hard? Um, you know, I had a job when we first started our, our company, and so that was good. But as your client base grows, uh, you find yourself going, okay, well, I'm, I'm coming to this point where I have enough clients where it's making it harder for me to do my job. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't have all the money that I want to take this full leap. And you just kind of get to that point where it's like either sink or swim. You, you have to go all in. And so when we finally did that, you know, there's some hard roads and you start, you know, there's nights where you're just like, I don't know how I'm going to make this work. I don't know how we're going to put food on the table. I don't know, you know, what I'm doing. And that self-doubt can kind of be some of your, your, you know, your, your worst enemy. Yeah. Um, but again, coming back to what you were saying earlier, if, if you truly, if your heart is in it, you'll find a way, mm-hmm. you'll make a way. Yeah. And that's simply because you refuse to give up. And that's really kind of like the, the, the overall, you know, point of life, right? You know, when you, when you realize what your purpose is, you have, it doesn't mean that it's all of a sudden just going to happen for you. You have to have that resolve that you're not going to quit. And thankfully, you know, my team, as far as my wife and some of the other creatives that we work with, um, are super supportive and they understand that and we encourage one another. But I think that's, that's just the biggest part of it is like, you know, not, not losing sight of, of the goal when things get a little bit tough. Yeah. More specifically with a production company is making good decisions on what to purchase, what to do next. Right. Cause yeah. you know, the tech tech side of it is really attractive. I think at first anyway, people are like, Ooh, I got myself a, a nice shiny camera and you know, willing to put yourself in debt because there's this part where you do have to invest in the tech, but you have to balance that with making sure you invest in, in your skill set too. Yeah. Especially if this is something that you want to do for a living. So making good decisions is, is a very key part of that. Um, learning how to work with the right type of clients, you know, understanding who you are, understanding who you can help. Cause it's not just like, you know, it's a free, I mean, it, 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 you can you can work with anyone that you choose to, but sometimes you regret those decisions. Um, so that's been some of the challenge. Uh, and um, pricing, you know, setting your 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 the, the proper value for what you do. Yeah, that kind of works into the self doubt part of it too, because you know, in the beginning, you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to overcharge because I don't feel like I'm that good. But then, f- flip side to when you actually have established yourself. You know, you have to value yourself. So you have to say, you know what, I can't do uh, what I used to do for the same price because I'm not the same artist, you know. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard because, you know, sometimes people are just like, no. And you're like, but I'm hungry. I need to eat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to go through that before you can ever be seen as, you know, that growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot of challenges. It's kind of been interesting. When I started going like full solo, running my own production company, um, as it is right now, as a creative um, community creative company, mm-hmm. um, as I like to call it. All right. Um, but doing that, when I actually like finited and set down, laid down the law basically <laughs> of what my prices were, yeah. that's actually when I started to get more clients. Ain't it funny? Why? Because I wasn't just like, hey, yeah, I'll do it for like, you know, 50 bucks. Cool. Yeah. You know, I, it, I was more sure about myself. And I think it was the confidence that actually helped me get more clients because they're like, oh, well, he's confident. He, he clearly knows what he's doing. Yeah. The mental work, man. And we call that like backbone, you know, having posture, you know, and, and you have to do right by your art. Yeah. You have to do right by yourself too, in order to be able to give your best to people. And so constantly undercutting your own prices or your own value will never allow you to fully bring out the value in, 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 in who you're serving. So 
Um, it's a tough road, you know. I, I recommend to everyone, you know, you got to be reading things that help sharpen and fortify your mind because without that, you know, you, you're sunk. You know, mm-hmm. it's just inevitable. You're going to have those pitfalls. And when you do, it's just do you have the mental fortitude to climb out of that? And uh, But, yeah, pricing is a hard one because, you know, it, it directly – or seemingly directly affects your ability to have food on the table. Yeah. Um, but that's that's where, uh, you know, the real ones step up and and those who are, are not meant for it need to find something else to do. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's not like I'm going to say, like, to the amateur videographers or the amateur, you know, um, photographers out there to really say, like, hey, I think you should go out automatically and say that you should charge X amount, like, you know, right. 50 plus dollars per hour and, you know, I think that was like the really big struggle for me was really getting to that point of like, hey, here is officially what I think I'm worth. And I had to really be vulnerable about it, uh-huh. you know, and really look at my work solidly and be like, okay, here's what I produced collectively, like throughout time. Yeah. And then here's what I produced just within the last month. Mm-hmm. Realistically, it was the last month that I was like able to say like, cool, this is all the awesome shit you were able to make in that last month. Great. That's fantastic. It's clearly better than all the stuff you did before. So nonetheless, since you were charging this before you're here now, you're able to charge this because you know, you've reached that certain point. And I think that was what was really great about me and how I was able to bring that to fruition and actually just lay it down in a goddamn document <laughs> and give it a glance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's 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 part of it too, you know, just like making an actual plan. Yeah. And sticking with it. Yeah. Just just going through it. But I also like the self reflection. I think that's really important. And then my only add on to that would just be, you know, just to make sure that you're 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 speaking healthy to yourself. Yeah. You know. Um, don't be overcritical, but don't be undercritical either. Yeah. And and get some feedback from people, you know, and really listen for those who are telling you the truth. That's why again the team that that I have of of friends and creatives, the honesty that they're able to provide, like that looks really good, or yeah, that's all right. Or, yeah, eh, it's not really feeling that. You know, if you don't have people who can give you that outside perspective, honestly, you need to switch your circle because that's the other thing too. Like it's a team, it's a team game that we're in. You know, yeah. I think a lot of times, if, especially if you look at like maybe Hollywood or whatever, and and so many people feel like these are like one person driving it. But when it comes to production, you know, whether it's music production, whether it's film production, any anything like this really is, is about having a good solid team, even if it's only because there is with technology a lot that an individual can do on their own. Yeah. But but you still need someone who can say, hey, you know, outside of you. This is what I'm thinking, and you need that that voice to be honest and true. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched any of uh, Casey Neistat stuff? No, I haven't. <laughs> but you know of him, right? I I, I really I really don't. So now. I'm, oh, fair I'm, enough. I'm in um, I'm in so basically, he's just like a big content creator uh, on YouTube. It's somebody I love and admire. Um, but nonetheless, like you look at his content, and you can clearly tell, like you know, he knows what he's doing. But you also can tell, like the raw side of it, in the sense mm. of you know he did it himself. The interesting thing, though, is collectively. He lives in New York. Things ain't cheap over there. He also has a giant studio in New York as well. So Lots of overhead. Yeah, that too. But nonetheless, I don't really know how, and maybe I'll get an answer from this after I put this out, but 
maybe not um, as well, that he does definitely have a team because that whole studio, yeah, you know, there's got to be more than one person there. Right. <laughs> you know, so that's like an interesting thing because like even the people that can put themselves out there and be in that public face can say like, hey, here's me. Here's me and only me. But the interesting thing is they probably and more than likely have a team behind that backing them that mentality because they, they have an idea. They have something they want to share with the world and showcase that. Um, unfortunately, I think that team isn't highlighted enough. I think that team should be highlighted more. I think it's something that I want to be able to have creatives do and be like, Hey, you know, like just really give credit where it's due, you know? Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Um, and we're, we're really big at that at lifted because I, the, the, you always hear me saying, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's, that's, that's a hard thing even for me because I've always been the type that's like, okay, well, if I can't find someone to do it for me, I'm going to figure out how to do it myself. But there, you know, there's, there's a lid to that, you know, and then there becomes this realization that you have to find a way to expand yourself to be able to welcome other people into your, into what you're doing. If you're a leader, if you're a person who's going to go out and just get it done, that's great, but you have to remember that in order to go to the next level, you're going to need someone else's help to get there, Yeah, and you have to remain open to that, you know, to be able to, to, to grow and expand. Yeah, so you, you know a little bit about how the, we're doing the events right now um, for Locktoberfest, um, yeah. creative events the entire month of October, or Locktober, it's if you will. Locktober. Yeah. It's Locktober, because cause you done locked it down. Yeah. We locked it down. We, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Didn't actually think of it like that. But, yeah, nonetheless, um, with those events, you know, I needed some assistance. So I brought a few people on to actually yeah. be like, hey, like, help me promote this. And I got, you know, I got sponsors. I got people to support it and really to back it and say, like, hey, this is something we believe in, something we, like, we've seen your work. We know that you're going to produce something fantastic. Sweet. And it was really tough to do, but also really easy at the same time. Like, you know, it's almost like getting above and beyond from what you're at and really be able to um kind of dive into it in the sense of what is it um i don't know getting out of your headspace to just go ask the right people yeah you know you kind of put yourself out there to ask those right people and i think that's the biggest struggle of actually doing it because most people will kind of stop there like they'll they'll know they should go ask people but they don't do it and I think that's something I've been seeing with creatives and that's, you know, musicians, photographers, yes. videographers, collectively creatives as a whole, um, just not doing the extra legwork to actually go get some more work that they like to do. Yeah. Let me, let me speak to this too, because I'll yeah. tell you what, like, um, you know, so like I said, I'm a musician, um, I'm a, I'm a, a, a lyrical artist, I produce music and in the music scene, one of the interesting things about Colorado uh, and especially, I'd say, you know, in hip hop, some of the criticism has been that everybody essentially is trying to be king of a hill that really isn't built yet. Yeah, we've had a lot of wonderful artists come out of here. You know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Indiari. I mean, those are just a couple of names. I mean, but these are these are national and international acts. Yeah, but there's so much untapped talent, realized talent from from this state, and I think some of that is because there's this relent that there's this well, I want to want to word say use my words carefully, but there's <laughs> there's there's this resistance to teamwork, right? Yeah. And 
I think it hurts a lot of a lot of creatives because but I mean if you look at the kind of the Instagram culture where it's always about me 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 right like it looks like everybody is supposedly doing all this stuff on their own you know we have to be a little bit smarter to realize that you know humans work better when we work together yeah right and in the creative space it's like if you have an opportunity you also need to go and build relationships and that's a big part of like what we focus on is building the relationships because ultimately that's the glue that holds everything together no matter whether it's a a professional project or a, a personal project i mean we need other people yeah and so um getting over that kind of that pride slash fear of going and, and and asking for help um is something that that we had to to deal with too um i think for us it was more of a kind of a fear thing because you know you build you work so hard to build up this 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 idea and this this gift and and this this uh thing that you've you've, you've have so much value with and then you've got to open up to other people and let them in and that means they might critique it they might love it they might want to add to it and you've got to be willing to let go a little bit um so that way it can grow a little bit you know yeah so Uh, so so something i've been able to do over the years has kind of been deriving and almost encouraging people to actually hate on me really o- only 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 because <laughs> Lachlan says he says bring me your hate <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it i mean i'm not ready for it like, i don't want it <laughs> but like at the same time if they're gonna hate me they're gonna be exerting that much more effort into hating me where i don't even i might not even know them you know so you know i'm not exerting the effort from my end to really say like hey you know, I'm not going to go dislike what they're doing just because I, I don't like them as a person. You well, know, what's that saying? Right. If you're not um, if they're not hating you, you're not doing something right. Yeah. And see, that's also kind of my mentality as well. Um, really just making sure that I keep that same mindset, that same mentality to keep driving forward. And if I keep in that same mindset and people start to say, like, I don't like that, then I really am able to not even take that as so much as a criticism, but more so as like, okay, I appreciate the notes. And then I take the notes and I'm like, okay, well, since they didn't like that, let me understand why they didn't like that. So it actually lets me drive it down even further to really be like, okay, they didn't like it because they think I have really stupid glasses. So, you know, maybe, maybe don't wear my glasses in front of those people. I think get a so. thumbs up from me on that one. But, you know, <laughs> you get my point. So yeah. maybe they'll be like, he looks like a dork. We don't like him. He's stupid. <laughs> you know, I think there's a big difference between hate and criticism. Yeah. And some people just can't handle criticism. Yeah. So, so you, you know, that's why I love some of the competition shows, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, they're... Like American Idol, those type of things? Not so much American Idol. But if we start with that, that's kind of like the main one that kind of blew up. I mean, I loved Simon Cowell's, like is just brute honesty yeah. because we're not getting a lot of that right now. There's a lot of nonsense that's floating around in social media in the media in general. Yeah. And you know, you have people who are kind of self-entitled but really haven't put the work in and they may not really be that good at what they're doing. And 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 sometimes they need someone to give them like, "Yo, that's not that's not good. You know, you need to either step it up or or move on." Now, if you're if you're a creative, that's a hard thing to take because you know you put so much into it. But if you're real and someone gives you some real feedback that's quote unquote negative, yeah, a true artist is gonna take that, chew on it, and then come back even better and stronger. Yeah. And that's what you you know we need to see more of because 
there's a lot of stuff out there that's just not really good quality that we're taking because, you know, people are afraid to kind of say, hey, you know what? I, if I'm spending my money on this, I think I deserve a little bit more, you yeah. know? Produce high art. Do yeah. your best. And and then if, if it's really good and someone's hating on it, it'll show. Yeah. Because when they give you that feedback, you're going to be able to go, yeah, you're just hating. You know, and then that's when you can do like what you were just saying. Hey, you turn that that hate into to more productivity and, and to more content that that gets people stirred up. Yeah. So I think early on I had actually not even early on, but like a little while ago, not that long ago, I was able to basically do that, that, you know, self-improvement process, if you will, um, basically to have people not. I don't know, criticize my work in according fashions. And then I was able to really start to finite that down. And I did. So finiting that down, I was able to lock down a photo style that people were really liking and enjoying and really engaging with. And then, you know, I had somebody actually recently come up to me and say like, you know, I don't think that's, that's all that great. Like, I don't love it. I was like, well, cool. Everyone else does. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, you know, I finally laid that down of like, cool, well, everybody else that's paying for my stuff and liking this and that, you know, they, they like it. So, it, yeah. you know, if the money keeps rolling in because of that and yeah. one person says they didn't like it, well. I, so what? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I think that's <laughs> also a good point, too. And, and, and maybe even outside of like what the masses think. Or yeah. what the group, you know, because it could it could be flipped where you could have a lot of people saying that they don't like it. But are those really a lot of people compared to, you know, the millions of people that might hear it if you keep pushing? So yeah. I guess my point is, is like the first person who has to be happy with the art that's being created yeah. is the artist. Yeah. You have to take pride in what you do and not the type of pride which doesn't hear constructive criticism, but where at least you can say, you know, whether people hate it or love it, I knew I gave my best to this. Yeah. And I knew I worked. I gave my greatest effort. And, you know, it's never going to be enough, I think, for a creative who really wants to create good stuff. There's always going to be. I mean, I remember listening to Eminem talk about um, one of his biggest selling albums. And several years after recording it, touring it, all those things that progressed him to where he is today, when he listens back to it, he goes, I can't believe that's what I sounded like. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and that's just the, that's just human nature. We're always going to look back at at it and maybe have a critique of it. It's never going to be quote unquote perfect, right? Yeah. But if you can give your best in that moment, then you can build off of that. And then what happens? Other people end up liking it, and then you know it's it's like it's. It, but it has to start with you first. You have to value yourself first. Yeah, and I think that's what's really great too about like the collective creative uh, industry as a whole is what we're talking about right now is able to be applied across the board. It's sure. not just going to be you know from us as photographers to each other, you know, people who use cameras consistently, you know, it can be to comedians, it can be to, you know, chefs and cooks, right? people who actually just love what they do so much that they, they put their whole life into it. You know, they're able to, you know, bleed every bleed out what they're making every time yeah. because that's what they're investing. You know, it's, it's all Gotta that. invest. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, what's really great about the collective creative community that we're building is that 
you know, this is so different, <laughs> but we're also all the kind of the same. And I think that's, what's really great. And something we've been able to derive from the events sure. we've been doing, but also some of the social engagements and doing this podcast and really understanding like, wow, wow, we're kind of, kind of the same. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. You know? So instead of like me looking at you and being like, Oh, oh God, he shoots, he shoots film too. <laughs> well, shit, I gotta, I gotta make it better than this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, instead of that, I'm able to look at you and be like, Hey, you do something that I don't do more consistently. You know, I don't do film very often. You know, that's not like my strong game, if you will. I love to do it. It's enjoyable. But nonetheless, photos and graphic design, that's where I love to, you know, just live. Yeah, you know. That world. <laughs> I think there's, you know, there was this fear uh, of, of you know, getting into the industry, I, I'd say, um, because there's like this feeling like it's all saturated like everybody's doing it that's that's like the perception yeah so it's like okay you know especially if you pay attention to business it's like you know one of the things that they're always encouraging is try to find something that isn't already tapped to its fullest degree yeah um and so for us even though we kind of naturally fell into it when you're talking about growing and expanding and you really start to pay attention to what the industry's doing you know there can be this feeling like oh there's just so much competition but yeah. there really isn't that much competition when you think about especially for photographers and for um, videographers filmmakers there are so many stories that are not being told yeah and i think if you're thinking about yourself then yeah it's overwhelming but if you're thinking about the story that hasn't been told then there's enough to go around yeah. for everyone you know we have this huge media conglomerates that are out there and and they seem to have the hold on everything but the internet is like the wild wild west it's it's really provided the opportunity for the little voices to be amplified and you don't have to go through any gatekeepers yeah. so if you have a story that's right in front of you and you have the heart to go and make it go 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 tell that story because there's there's an audience for it yeah and it doesn't matter what skill level you're at um, you'll be able to get it heard and you, you know, no one can stop you except for you. Yeah, absolutely. And there's like, it's kind of cool. So, you know, there was a project that I had started a few years ago and then it had been taken away from me uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I got it back recently and I was like, Oh, well, cool. You know, it kind of took me a, a few months to kind of get my head wrapped around that almost and really just say like, wow, actually you have this now. This is excellent. Yeah. So, you know, I started to kind of start to edit it and started to push it out. And, you know, finally I'm able to be able to say like, Hey, I'm going to be able to launch this like probably in December and have a little short film that I was able to make. And I think I'm super excited about that. Great. But, you know, see it. nonetheless, it was just something that I kind of had to get over myself hmm. of and say like, you know, you have this now, go ahead and just go do it. Yeah. If you don't do it, you're going to hate yourself for the rest of your life. And since I am doing it and I, you know, I have the trailer up on Facebook and not on YouTube yet, but nonetheless, I have it out there to some people and people are like, Ooh, Ooh, I can't yeah. wait for this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I'm super pumped about that. S similar experience, you know, and, and it actually kind of ties into what you had talked about earlier about, um, how we're all truly the same. Yeah. Um, but, uh, earlier this year in January, we did a, a, a release of our, our first full-length documentary called City Belly Dance Beyond the Glitter. Very nice. And um, 2016 is when we started this project, um, and we flew around the world. She's an international star, one of the, the, the biggest stars you probably never heard about. Mm -hmm. And we were in India for part of the filming. Excellent. 
And I just couldn't help but think that, you know, as different as their culture looked, once we started to get to know the people, we were all so similar in, yeah. so, in so many ways. And, and so that was one of the greatest parts of, 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 of creating that project. And then releasing the project, you know, you spend two years working on it and you're like, oh my God, are people going to enjoy this? Actually, it's, that's three years, right? Because we, we dropped it, I think, toward the end of last year. So yeah, it was, okay. 2000, 2000, it was December 2018. Gotcha. So, you know, there's, there's this like, uh, you know, what are people going to think? But, you know, you have to drop it in the, and to get good feedback and some, some, some you know, not so good feedback, you know, just really kind of puts it in perspective, but you, you got to do it. You just got to, you got to yeah. create that art, drop it and, and, and then go for it. So yeah, absolutely. Glad, man. Um, this is excellent. I know. I'm sorry. We have to have a shorter session today. That's all good. Um, but nonetheless, um, I've been really excited to have you here in the first place. Thank you for having um, me. No, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, so far with the podcast that we've been doing collectively, um, I've been kind of wrapping up and doing some like final question or questions, if you will, sure. um, to really be like, cool. Um, you know, what um, started you doing these things in the first place, you know, everything like that. You know, those are some things we've asked, but, you know, really I like to go back all the way and be like, what was the first time, like when was the first time you picked up a camera? Yeah. You know, to shoot video. Yeah. And we're like, you know, this is this is it. Well, you know, like I said, when we um when 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 my sister and I, um, shout out to my sister Vonnie Bennett, she's an amazing artist as well. When um when when our our mom passed and we did that tribute video, um, I'd say that was that was kind of like the the moment where we realized like we have something here. Not just for the visual aspects, because, I mean, you know, looking back, it was all right, especially for, you know, people who had never done any real video before, but we had some cool shots, um, and uh, and then, you know, the track wasn't an original track. We just, you know, we just used a track that kind of, like, sounded really good, and then we we, we wrote to it, and um, I'd say, like, the feedback that we got when it made an impact where people were like, you know, I really felt what you guys had 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 done that's i guess when it kind of clicked you know because yeah. that's really what our goal is it's not to be show off in the sense of like you know we really want to make an impact yeah and that's the whole reason why you know lifted even exists it's it's really to kind of raise the bar on on storytelling again I feel like even in some of the feature films and, and in a lot of the music today, it's not really impacting people in a positive way because maybe various reasons, but just overall, it just seems like a lot of watered down content or a lot of hate filled content. And we wanted to go against that and just give you, give you something that makes your heart feel good again. Yeah. Or, or at least, you know, makes you think about something from a different perspective. So, yeah. um, so I would say that, so, uh, you know, shout out to my mama too, you know, we miss you, but, uh, you, uh, you continue to inspire to this day. So, yeah. And I think that's, what's really great is, you know, you're coming at it and from the crew, to be a creative, you're coming at it from a sense of like love, you yeah. know, you're coming at it from a sense of like, you know, I do this because, you know, I was able to create something for somebody that really meant something to me. And I think that's really, what's really important that we can share with the rest of the creatives that are listening and really just be like, Hey, you know, you're, since you're doing this because you love it, but also because you are giving it to people that you also love at the same time, you know, cause like most of the clients I try to kind of bring them in and say like, cool, you are a part of my family and here we go. Let's yeah. do this together. 
Yeah. You know? It's all you I gotta have love it. You got to love it, but you also have to make sure that you work at it so that way, you know, you can keep doing it, yeah. you know? I think that everyone should be able to eat off of their craft. Yep. Um, but you got to earn that. Yeah, so. I agree. Well, Ian, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. Thank you uh, this me. has been the Level Up Show uh, with Ian and Lachlan today. Uh, we will talk to you guys later, and we'll see you soon. Bye.